All year round, Frontier Home Products and Design has what you need to make your home comfortable and beautiful. Relax on a new timber tech deck designed by Frontier's experts. A new fireplace from Frontier Home Products Fireplace Gallery adds warmth and serenity to any home. Beauty and versatility at Frontier Home Products and Design Center, 4213 Peachtree, 5th next to the Bayfront Highway. Frontier Home Products and Design Center. Discover a new frontier. PA contractor number PA039007. Welcome to TalkErie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. With us for his monthly meeting is the mayor of the city of Erie, Joe Schember. And uh, we have a phone number if you want to ask uh, the mayor a question, 814-679-1080. Welcome. Happy New Year. Thank you, Joel. Happy to be here. Happy New Year. Yes. Uh, we missed you in, in December. You kind of came down under the weather. Were you able to enjoy Christmas at all? I or? did enjoy Christmas. I had COVID the week before oh, Christmas. Gee. Okay. And, uh, you know, I had it a year ago. And but and I didn't go into work because I didn't want to pass yeah. it a year ago. But I, I felt fine. I, I felt a little under the weather, but I could work, and I worked full time from home. This time there were a couple of days where I just had to sleep because uh, just knocked you down. Yeah, I made the big mistake of not getting a vaccine last year. Mm. I kept thinking I'd do it eventually, but then I got COVID before I did it, so it probably hit me harder than. than that, I, did, you, did you? How long did it take you to snap back? Do you think it took me? Uh, I, I, you know. It, it hit me on a Thursday evening is when I started to feel bad. Yeah. Friday morning when I woke up, I thought, this is really bad. I better test myself. That's that's when Marjorie texted me, okay. sent me an email saying, he's not coming in. You know? Yes, yeah. And I uh, so I uh, tested positive. So I wow. immediately from my doctor got the... The, the Paxlovid. Yes, okay. Paxlovid. Took that four days. And on the first... Was it like chewing on uh, aluminum foil? No, it didn't bother me at all. I just swallowed it. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. It didn't bother me. And... Uh, then on the fifth day, after taking it for four days, I tested. I was negative. Okay. So and I tested the next couple of days, and I was tested. Ne- t- continued to test negative. So it never came back. I feel I'm back to normal now. Good. I feel very good. So your sim- do your symptoms linger at all, or not really? No, not okay. after. Not after it was gone. Good. Well, and, sounds like it worked. Yes, Fantastic. It really did for me. All right, but in that time period. <laughs> There was a lot going Boy, on. That's for sure. You know, when you know, dealing with COVID and all that. Y'all passed. Uh, well, city council passed the budget. You signed it. Yes. Um, what are the highlights when you think about overall for twenty twenty four? What 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 what's kind of breaking through in your opinion? Well, one of the things I liked is one of the things we did last year is uh, we were able to spend about uh, two million less in uh, funding that we had set aside to cover our. You know, when we run negative. Yeah. Uh, and that let us set aside enough uh, money from last year that we didn't have to use that I'm hoping that we can use that next year also. And that okay. would give us a fifth year with no tax increase. Gotcha. I can't guarantee that's going to happen, but that's my goal right now. The the no tax increase. The did pass uh, an increase in, what was it, refuse or yeah, sewer? What was yes, that? Yes. In fact, if I can look at this. Go ahead. I can, yeah. I can tell you about that. We did ha- have a, a increases. And, uh, and and that's not chump change. You get with with that uh, that that percentage increase, like over a million dollars of new money's coming in, right? Uh, From sewer refuse or something like that. I'm not sure of the dollar amount, but the sewer fund we increased three percent. 
Okay. Uh, so it's an extra two twenty-two per quarter. So it's eight eighty-eight okay. over the course of the year. <laughs> uh, and the uh, refuse fund, we actually had to increase that six percent. Okay. So that uh, that's per quarter again. So twelve eighteen twenty-four. And you did tell us uh, before that the tipping fees have gone up. That's right. Because there's basically a there's one place where you can dump your trash. And that's uh, Garbage Mountain there, waste that's management, right. That's right? right. Now, the thing I'd really encourage people to start doing is I think there's three locations around town where you can get rid of glass and mm. plastic. And this is any kind of plastic, not just one and twos, like is what you put out. Right. Any plastic, if you just have a separate clear bag, you put all your plastic in, which I started to do this, by the way. Okay. And I typically fill up, these are pretty good sized bags. Yeah. I f usually fill up two a week with plastic that would, used to go out on the curb, be taken, right. but now. It doesn't go to the city. So if we can get. Where do you bring those? You bring them. There's three locations. One is on the Bayfront Highway. Okay. Just, uh, just uh, west of, uh, uh, what's the entrance? The <laughs> Raspberry Street entrance. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's about two minutes from my home. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. So that, that's very interesting. And there's one, one uh, big box there that takes the glass and there's one big box that takes the plastic okay and occasionally they're pretty full but usually i have no trouble getting getting glass and plastic into them right and right. again i usually have two loads of plastic a week and one load and they'll take any of the plastic because right plastic. now it's just jars bottles and jugs that you can take uh into the normal single stream recycling on the curb is my understanding. Yeah, it's one. Plastic. They have to be rated one or two. It has to be the one. Plastic or two. has to be okay. one or two. That's any plastic, as long as it's plastic, you can put it in there. All right. Uh, before we go any further, let's grab a first phone call. Okay. Hey, you're live on Talk Erie with the mayor, Joe Schember. Hi. Good morning or good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Um, two, good afternoon. Two quick questions for you, Mayor. Okay. Uh, first one is uh, in light of the. Um, projected uh, downswing in population in Erie County, do you still believe you're going to make your projected 10,000 new citizens for the city of Erie by the time you're out of office? Uh, actually, I said that the year before I'd be out of office, assuming I get reelected next year for another four years. And, uh, you know, some of my staff doesn't like that I did that because what if we can't make it? Well, I, I figure, I just feel if we don't have a goal like that, we're not going to try to get there. Right. So we're doing all we can. I believe we've made progress already. And there's a lot of things I'm hearing about lately. Gannon's got some things going on, other areas where they're bringing jobs to Erie. And I try to step in and do all I can in any of those situations to, to do that. And, uh, and I think we're making Erie a much more livable place. We're getting rid of some of the bad housing much more quickly. And uh, I, 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 there was a time when, every, you know, when, when I was a kid in Erie, we had 40,000 more residents here than we do now and there, there was times when the downtown was actually shut down you couldn't drive down state street past i think it was like 10th street or something and uh you're talking about the transitway mall yeah. yes the transitway yeah. mall well, yes well mayor yes. mayor that's all nice but you're not answering the question and so to me it's you're you're saying all these nice things which might be nice and true but you're kind of dancing around whether you can make the 10,000. So my next question and the final question to you, uh, today, uh, the former president of city council for the city of Erie sent out a flyer, uh, saying he's going to have some type of function at that new cigar bar and different whiskeys that are going to be there. And a bronze member is like 2,500 or this and that. I mean, these prices are just outrageous. It just seems like some politicians 
and he's only been a politician for three years, just seems kind of like he's filling himself now and thinking, hey, I want this big bronze $2,500 donor to come in and we'll smoke some cigars and, and we'll drink some whiskeys. I mean, the optics on that are, are really terrible. Reminds me of that movie uh, Blazing Saddles where we're all sitting around the, the fire and they're harumphing each other and lifting off the, the logs. Yes. Let's protect our phony baloney jobs. Yes. I mean, kind of bizarre, isn't it? Do you agree, Mayor, or not? Uh, no, I agree with what you just said, yes. Uh, that, I think we right. shouldn't... Thank you, Mayor. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Let's grab another phone call. Hey, you're live with the mayor here on Talk Erie. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hello. Go ahead and turn off your um, radio. Listen to, I just, listen to the, listening to the radio or the television the, other, the last couple of days, they were talking about electric cars, so I'm thinking about your electric garbage garbage yes. truck. Yes. They were saying that in the winter, it takes longer to charge. you got to charge more frequently. You can only run your battery at 20% down, and you only get 40% of the life of, of the charge. So that tells me that you're not going to be able to pick up as much garbage as you, as you did with a, with a diesel truck because you're going to be in the, in the barn charging it all the time. Well, I guess I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, we'll, you know, okay. we'll address that. Plus second, second thing. Okay. Second thing, my son, my son and I run Bayfront Glass, and you guys never give us any credit. And we're at uh, the, the Whole Food Co-op on 26th Street. We're at 1310 East Avenue. We're in Fairview. We're on Grand, East Grandview at the Green Scene. We're in on Route 5 at uh, Faith Lutheran Church. We're all over the place. So look at Bayfront Glass, because you never do. You always give us a black eye. So have a nice day, Mr. Mayor. Hey, before you hang up, are you still there? He's there, yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Give me a call. Why don't we go to lunch together and talk about this? Uh, my I just I just seen you I just seen you at Pier Six. I was the guy with the with the rolly cards hauling the glass out of there. Okay, do we we didn't talk about something like this, did we? I, I, no, we talked about uh, climate change and how it was cold today. Okay. So I'd love to go to lunch with you sometime and just talk about uh you know, your concerns and you know I appreciate what you're doing. Anyway, my office number is 814-392-0996 if you want to call me and schedule that. We we ship out about 90,000 pounds of glass a month. Good. Appreciate I appreciate it. And it's it. all color separated, so it could be used for, for, used for uh, making bottles and, and stuff again. Because when you mix the colors together, it makes the glass almost worthless. You've got to keep it color separated. You okay. got it. Thanks. And, you guys so aren't, and, and pro is not color separating. Okay. Okay, doke. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the All right. yes. Bye-bye. Yep. Um yeah, I <laughs> I, okay. I bring my uh, glass up to uh, the co-op myself. But, okay. Uh, um the um All right, so let's talk about the garbage trucks cuz that occurred to me too. A lot of uh, do you see any of those stories out of Chicago where people uh, are trying to charge their Teslas? Yes. And it's supposed to take 15-20 minutes and it takes 90 minutes. Wow. And yeah. I mean, we don't have that kind of cold. Although actually, it was pretty cold last week. <sighs> yes. Um, but did the, did the garbage truck people? We're, you know, we're spending three and a half million dollars. It's not our money. It's it's grant money. But right. you know, are they saying anything about how that would go? Yeah, I guess we think we have plenty of time to charge them between you know when they after they're done collecting the garbage before they okay. have to go out the next evening. Uh, so I have not heard any concerns from Public Works that. 
Okay. They're going to run out. We're going to have to be running back and forth to charge. Uh, we haven't talked specifically about that either, though, right. so I'll ask them. But uh, How many garbage trucks on a particular night are out? Do you know? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I can't answer that. Yeah, uh, I, I always wondered, you know, like in order to do – because you're basically doing one-sixth because I don't think they do trash on Saturdays, that's right. right? That's right. So you're doing one-sixth of the city. Yeah. And so that's probably – yeah. I don't know, 15,000 homes or something like that. You know, I, don't I, know. I could be wrong, but I think it's a, actually a fifth of the city. It's a fifth of the yeah, city. Yeah, because you can't do. work those guys overtime. You know, so oh, they work sure. five days. Okay. And, uh, five that makes nights. sense. But uh, yeah. Uh, so no Friday or Saturday night. They could do. I know they do Sunday night yes. because that's where it comes that's, down to your that's neighborhood right. and my mom's neighborhood. We have <laughs> yes. to put the trash out. No, I mean, it's, it, it's interesting. But um, yeah, it, it would be interesting to see, you know. In the in a in a you know when we had some of that zero degree weather like we did last last yes. you know Ooh. or a single digit last week yes it, how how the trucks would operate it sure right? would be yeah. yes yes uh, let's sneak in one more call before uh, the break here you're live with Mayor Joe Schember here on Talk Erie hey Coogee how we doing <laughs> you know the mayor's half Italian so oh half absolutely Italian. he's he's wait he's Sicilian Gino he's Sicilian it's true yes. oh half come Sicilian. on you, Italy's united <laughs> good not, not like us hey a uh, couple of quick questions uh, maybe if for with electric uh, some um, garbage trucks has anybody else in the north used them yet? See what the pros and cons are, what problems they had, the mechanics. Yeah, I don't think we're and the f- secondly I don't think we're the ahead. first. I don't think we're the first to have electronic garbage trucks. So I, whether or not it's just in, okay. in the north well, though. Just to see, what, to see uh-huh. where it's cold if it's a problem blah blah blah. Yes. And then secondly, um, congratulations uh, Jason Sayers. Yes. Uh, just you. curious. Now he took over for two shack, right? For Chuck Zisk. Chuck Zisk. Yeah, Chuck Zisk is who he took over for. So, okay. So, all right. So, who is the current engineer? Uh, yeah. Do, do you have an engineering opening now? We do, yes. Okay. Yes. And we're, because we're, Leanne moved up, too. Correct. That's right. right. She's the assistant in yeah. public works. Those are so huge who, jobs. So, who is that? Well, Leanne Partmanner is now the assistant public works director. And Jason took the full public works director, yes. but ne- but they're, they're both city engineers, and so correct now they w- you would have okay. a, an okay, opening. Yeah, yes. well, good, good, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we'll be seeing y'all soon. All right, sounds good. Thank Take you. Take care of yourself. All right, we'll God see bless you guys. Bye bye. Take care. Let's cut to the chase on on um, the active transportation plan, the bike trail on Green Garden Boulevard, and you mentioned to me that. Uh, while parking is generally in, uh, prohibited in bike lanes, there will be exceptions that we hope address your concerns. This is a, a note to the residents of Green Garden Boulevard. Yes. And there's, there's an extensive list of exemptions, including ambulance, EMTA, public utilities, um, garbage pickup, uh, uh, county vehicles, city, state, school buses, mail uh, package delivery. Vehicles picking up, unloading uh, property or passengers, including disability. So basically, if, if your kid is getting picked up or dropped off, 
there you're going to park in the bike lane it sounds like well you can it probably be easier to pull up the driveway and get closer right so, so sure so it doesn't have to walk as far but um you know law enforcement uh you know driver of a vehicle that is disabled in such a manner to such an extent yeah. that the driver cannot avoid stopping or temporarily leaving the disabled vehicle in a prohibited position um the uh you know the garage sale church services and major holidays and so uh, that remember that came up last year yes. where am i going to park fourth of july yeah. for my barbecue that's so right. so you guys have been trying to kind of that's right we've listened them. and yeah. uh like i said we're we'll hope to be meeting with them either this tuesday or thursday or trying still trying to set that meeting up it would be an evening meeting five thirty at city hall but they actually the residents there got in touch with me they're going to meet sunday February 4th at 10.30 at the Saga Club. And they okay. asked me if I'd like to go. And I said, absolutely. So I plan to meet with them there. I've put on a calendar for 10.30 to noon. And they describe it as a breakfast meeting there. Uh, but I want to hear their concerns and uh, you know, address it as much as I can. We really want to move forward with this. Mm -hmm. uh, we think it's going to be a really good thing for the community in general. This is part of a of a pathway that would go for bikes that would go all around the city of Erie. Right. And we're doing it in small steps like this. Uh, but th this is a huge step forward. And I think it'll be a good thing for their community. Do you, do you think it's worth spending all this political capital on, on something that obviously has been controversial now for over two years? You yes. Know? Yeah. We think it is. We think it's a, a really a good thing. It'll get more people on their bikes, uh, and the less vehicles we have, the less pollution we have going into the air. So, it seemed like council on Wednesday night was pretty skeptical about it. I mean, you had the yeah. president of council saying, I remember when they put the bike lane up on on um, on Parade Street. She was a, a, a young girl. And I'm thinking, well, that that seems like it's an easy one because Parade Street's so wide. Yeah. I, I haven't heard of any people like getting... I mean, yeah. getting messed up with those lanes. Yeah, I haven't heard of any problems there either. The uh, the other one I'm I'm kind of interested in is when you when you start knocking on uh, French Street because uh -huh. uh, I'm just going to be clear here. Sure, there's parts of French that are a little dicey uh, on a on a uh, you know on a security level. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, you're talking about 14th and French and 18th and French. Yeah. I mean, are people going to want to be on their bicycles on that on that, that stretch? That's you know? a good question, but we you know we got to make it as safe as possible. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it's interesting. Again, the 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 active transportation plan has been in the works for I don't know how many years. Yeah, right? it has been for years. I'm not sure how many either. But yeah, I mean, quite a few, quite a few years. Yes. And so, so well, that's good because that was one of the concerns is you know talking to the residents, making sure the residents are being able to be heard here. Yes, yes. Um, the, uh, uh, the, you know, as far as the, the numbers or, you know, what it's going to take to, to paint the lines and all this stuff, yes. is that all covered yes. by a grant or something? Yes. Okay. We have a grant for the full amount we need to put in that from 38th to 26th. Okay. Well, yes. that's cool. Yes. And, uh, and, and so that goes on north of 26 though with the with the um that's just going to be you, you travel with traffic correct well i think we're going to try to put bike lanes in there too you are. They're, they're working on that i haven't seen any 
recommendations. It's pretty tight, but right? It, it is much tighter, obviously, yeah. you don't, and you don't have the area in the middle, which is grass and trees. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I think they think they can still put in a bike lane, and they're working towards doing that. Uh, let me ask you another question. You know, I'm standing here on State Street, and it never fails that somebody on an e-bike just oh. is whizzing past me at 40 miles an hour on the sidewalk. Do you know what the statutes are or what kind of enforcement there are of getting a, a motorized bike off of the sidewalk? I think I think they're supposed to get a license and be on the street. Okay. They should be on the street. On a like almost like a motorcycle? Yes. Yes, exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Yes. Tell you what, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm a bit more able-bodied than <laughs> some of the other folks that live around here. I don't, yes. I don't, I don't get it. Like, you know what's going on Boy. there, but it just—it's one of those things that that's dangerous. It's it's dangerous, yes, and absolutely. we need to we need to figure that out. You know? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, it'd be something something to look at if, as long as we're looking at the bicycle thing. Yeah. Um, I've I've just got like a minute before the bottom of the hour, and then we're gonna kind of go headlong into kind of some of the future, um, some of the future planning. Um, but also, I let me let me let me get started the conversation that you had uh, for, be, last week between actually it was two weeks ago now between saying uh, when when council was split on on the vote to uh, have uh, Mel Witherspoon uh, you know put on it was a three to three vote and you told council I don't want to be the decision it's your decision. By Friday, you made that decision. Right. I spent time talking with the council members. And the six council members, the three, you know, one way, three, another, yeah. they all said they would not change no matter what their mm -hmm. position on this. And yeah. uh, some of my staff was very, very concerned, talked a lot to me about it. And so that's why on Friday we decided, after, after Wednesday's council meeting, on Friday we decided we, you know, we need to do this and move forward. And plus that allowed us to move forward much quicker than it would have been uh, if they started, if they went through the process. And I could have been forced to make the decision a month later too, if, right. if they hadn't, because we didn't want to go to anyone outside the city to make that decision. Just to kind of wrap in a bow here, the appointment of, of Mel Witherspoon. Yes. Uh, Mayor, uh, you know, watching the, the council meeting on Wednesday, a lot of, uh, and the in and the time before that, a lot of rancor over this this deal here, and I'm trying to understand what's going on. Uh. And you know, politically speaking, I can say, okay, so you got kind of this Brzezinski Schember side of the Democrat Party, and you have the Erie County United side, and uh. and you know that might be the the two factions. But I think it's kind of it's kind of deeper than that. And you don't. What's what's scary is when people are throwing around that it's a threat to democracy or that there's corruption. I mean, I mean those those are very very heavy loaded words. What are your thoughts on some of that accusation? Yeah. Well, I try to be open, honest, transparent, and accessible in everything that I do, and I never lie to anyone. I always say what I believe is the truth. People may not agree with me, which I respect that, and I try to listen to them and maybe learn if I'm missing something, but. Uh, 
I really feel like you know, we're doing really good things for Erie, and we'll continue to do that. There's certainly still problems in Erie. I don't deny that, and we're trying to do all we can to fix those problems. And I want to work together with everybody, uh, and I don't care what their uh, political beliefs are. Or, you know, I, I really am open to uh, having honest uh, give and takes with any, everyone in Erie. I'd love to do that. We we may not agree on anything, but that doesn't make make me hold them in contempt or not believe right. in them or not willing to talk to them again. Even uh, I'm willing to talk to everyone to listen. And have you have you talked to the leaders of Erie County United about their concerns? Uh, we've talked some, it had not, but recently we haven't. Uh, yeah, I mean that that haven't. young woman. Uh, who was just kind of ranting and raging at the dais. Uh, you yeah. saw it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was... I mean, uh, that was wild. It was. And uh, I, I think counsel asked her to talk a little lower. And instead, she <laughs> talked louder, yelling and screaming. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's tough. Yes, um, it is. And uh, that's a hard thing for me to understand because I, I just believe we're all human beings. We're all people. And it doesn't matter what your gender is, what your race is, what your nationality is, what your religion is even. Yeah. It, you know, we're all human beings. Let's just get together and work together and, and be kind and gentle and make Erie a better place for everybody. Yeah. The, the, I, I'm, I'm with you on that because to me there's so much at stake. I mean, yeah, the, these little these little blow-ups here and there. Okay, yeah, this guy – you know, it, it, Mel Witherspoon is is a beloved. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, you said it. You know, he's got all the he's got all the experience. Yeah. He could jump. You know, hit the hit the ground running. He's a lot an incredible of, person. He's an incredible person. Yes. You know, a lot of people think, well, you know, but you know, he's had he had his time. He had this is he had two rounds on council, yes. so maybe it's time for new blood. Bottom line, though, is. We have bigger fish to fry. We've got kids that are shooting each other in the streets. We've got, um, you know, we've got population loss that's reaching a critical mass. Lost seven percent of our population it, it, between 2010 and 2020. So, I mean, let's really tackle hard the biggest issues yeah. that the city is facing, Absolutely. so that we don't end up Act 47 or end up, you know, just some forgotten corner of pennsylvania yes and my team and i are trying to do all we can to prevent that from ever happening even even concerns we you know, we're, we're moving forward and uh you know in uh, 2026 will be the last year we can spend that federal the 76 million dollars we received we're prepared to start making cutbacks in in staff uh next year if we need to if, if it looks like we're not going to have funding to to keep the staff at the level it's at because mm -hmm. we did increase the police by 15 Right, and that's worked very well for them because they have, I think, they have about twenty uh, officers either out because of sicknesses or they were called into military duty or various things. So, and we're hoping to get many of them back. Uh, Plus, but, you were able to bring more capability to the force. We talk about now, ju 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 the juvenile division yes. has a detective. Yes. That was something that Chief Pizzani was. Yes. You know, really needing, you yes. know, you've got some assets that have come to play. Yeah, and we've got two people on around the clock that, that are available if there's any uh, c concerns in homes, you know, serious things going on that need immediate attention. We we really prepare to address that and, and try to prevent any terrible things from happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at your um, ARP money. Yes. You've spent $42.9 million. Which is about fifty six and a half percent. You've got thirty three million to spend. Yes. Another forty three and a half percent left. And uh, 
It makes me makes me wonder is can any of this be leveraged for other types of grants, whether it is public or private? You know, uh, is there a, you know, and and this does not include like money for infrastructure. Like it makes me wonder, are we getting money for our stormwater, for example, or for upgrades for the sewage treatment plant, and yes. you know all those things that you know really really boring, but people yes. you know, once they break. People get really upset about them, you know. Yes, and we, we've used money for that, and we've tried to, uh, with our with our money, we try to uh, get matching funds because yeah. we found a lot of people that that do that do it, and we've been very successful with it. And I don't have any of the numbers in front of me uh -huh. right now, but I, I know there was one thing I think that we've uh, we, we dedicated uh, about twenty million to, and we got ninety million in. Uh, additional funding because oh you know we paid part of what they needed but yeah. then they had to get money from elsewhere for that okay. so we're re really proud of that and i think this is uh, making a lot of good things happen and we'll continue to do that for the next uh, three years here okay and and i would imagine you know that big project you you, you close on miller brothers you said you're going to be looking for what an 11 million dollar grant for that uh, or something I, like that, fifteen million. Over the next three to five years, we need about fifteen million in okay. grants, and then the other fifteen million, we think we can uh, draw in based on so having will, that. Will the entire police department move there? No. no. Okay. Uh, mo most of the police will stay right where they are okay. in, in City Hall, but what they need is a place to keep their uh, vehicles. That so they have got some big vehicles. That yeah, they've got their out. SWAT machine. Yeah, and there's no place to keep uh, them now. Yeah. So, uh, and also they they do training. And right now they can only train like eight to 10 officers at a time. We're gonna create a new training center there where they could do like 30 at a time. Oh, and so they can get through the training much more quickly. And, and then what about fire? Are they moving out of Marsh? Yes. They are. And okay. they've got serious problems there uh, right now already. Okay. It's in re very bad shape. There's places it's not safe for their trucks to say, drive. That thing is, that's gotta be 90 to 100 it's, years old. It's very old, yeah. Yeah. And that, they will, so that'll all be moving out of there. Plus we'll, we'll have a good spot for all of their vehicles that mm -hmm. need to be out of the weather. And uh, so we're re really, really encouraged uh, by what's happening with this. And it's gonna be transformed. It'll, it'll start, I'm hoping it gets started this year. Okay. But again, it's probably going to be three to five years before it's totally completed. Again, uh, looking for some grants and things like That's that. That's correct. Yes. The um, Let's talk about the budget. We, we're here with uh, Mayor Schember here. And um, uh, yes. let's let's talk about the projections because uh, when we had uh, former uh, council president Chuck Nelson on, this was, this was the major concern um, hmm. is that looking forward – um, you know, it, we have significant deficits that are projected here. So for 2025, so next year would be almost 3 million, yep. 7.3 million in 26, nine and a half million in 27, and then 10 and a half million in 28. And again, you lose that every year. Uh, if you're Borrowing for that or whatever that becomes cumulative. Right. So over four years, we're we're talking, you know, we could be close to thirty million dollars yes. uh, with a deficit. And as I mentioned to you earlier, uh, there were times we had thirty million deficits four years out, like know. one year, one yeah, of those one, years, one of those years. So we've already we've got it down significantly. And I, also, I want to tell you these four years projections. Uh, the finance department hasn't made adjustments to them yet. Okay. They then there's some things going on 
for instance, again, I, I guess they told me not to talk about this. But I just, <laughs> I he just, can't help himself. <laughs> that's right. I can't help myself. Uh, but the 2025 projection of the 2.9, yeah, that's probably, uh, I believe we're really only about 300,000 below where, so, we, where we need to so be. So you, yeah. you think that you can – that gap is, is shrinking as, as you go into yeah. the new year. I think all four of these gaps are, are much bigger than they really are. And uh, they, they're starting to work now on adjusting them, mm-hmm. and I'll certainly let you know as soon as that happens. Right, right. Uh, what, where, where's, where's the big expense? Is it in personnel? Yes, I think it's something like we uh, salaries and uh, uh, benefits. We get very good benefits at, at, mm-hmm. at the city, uh, but about ninety-one percent of our budget is salary and benefits, yeah. and it's been that way since I took office, and so. That, so that gives us about nine percent that we can work with to try to keep. Yeah, for uh, for equipment or yeah. for. When I also when I took office for decades, the all, all employees at City Hall has got three percent raises, and uh, I felt you know I, I was successful in getting that reduced. We set up four years. I did it first with non-employee, uh, mm-hmm. non-union. Uh, members right. there, there's we have uh, over 600 we have about 650 employees about 80 to 90 of them are non-union and so what we did was uh first year they got nothing second year one percent or excuse me half percent third year one percent fourth year two percent and then now as we've negotiated over the years with each of the four unions we've mm-hmm. tr- we've tried to implement the same thing Sometimes it's been adjusted a little bit. They've given up other things so that right. salaries can increase. And with you know, inflation lately has been kind of high. Sure. And so they've been concerned. That, uh, but there's still uh, there's a tendency to ask for too much. Like uh, I'm not willing to go over 3% on any increase right now, even though last year, you know, there's a lot of inflation. I, I can't deny that. But this year it's down. And, you know, the, uh, expenses uh, – Expenses kind of went crazy in the last couple of years here. After I think after COVID, maybe something something. Well, yeah, to do you, with get, it. you get room. I, you know, you hear rumors about some. You know, some, in a department head, you know, asking for a twenty five percent increase yeah. in a budget. You know, I, you know, I don't know how that goes. You know, right. I mean, I mean, now that could be a negotiation tactic of saying I really want five percent. Yes. You know, which would be, yes. you know what I mean. So I, I don't. You know, I mean. Uh, I know it's a. I know it's government. I know it's people. Yes. Um, but uh, being real and having a real handle on everything would be would be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, let's let's grab another phone call. Hey, you're live with the mayor here on the Joel Natale show. Good afternoon. Hello. I'd like to know why. Um, you're having uh, all, you're going to have these progressive deficits. But then you have plans to bring all these migrants in. All right, let, I'll let him answer off the air. Uh, th- 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 we've been getting a, quite a few conversations okay. since you went on, on NPR News about uh, that we're a welcoming area for migrants. Yes. And um, what what are the limitations there? And what is you know how do, would we afford them? Where where does the the dollars to Put them, put them up, and get them jobs and all that stuff. Well, my experience is migrants are much more willing to take on jobs that those of us that lived here all our lives and for generations aren't, aren't willing to take on, and so they pay tax on that as well. And yeah. eventually, they may buy a home. Where do they live, though? 
do we have well, do we have a place? I mean, I mean, people yes, are envi- I mean, people are envisioning Roosevelt Ho- Roosevelt Hotel in New York City yeah. or tents yes. in New York. That's not what we're talking about here in PA no, in Erie. No, and one thing I really want to make clear is I'm only talking about migrants who are here legally. And there's I know so there's what, a lot. Of- what is that category like? Are they seeking asylum? The, uh, those that are here illegally, or no, no, no. no. Uh, like when you say a, a legal migrant, what, yeah. wh- who, where, how do they come in? And there's a process they have to go through with the okay. government to be accepted, and All we right. have a lot of them in this area. But there are also some that just kind of come across the border and get, right. get arrested right. often, and then are yeah. released. Uh, we, we don't feel we can handle uh, those illegal uh, migrants because we don't have the process, we don't have the people here to, to help. We have some great people that are helping legitimate immigrants here. And uh, just like my grandparents came here uh, from Sicily and, and uh, Ireland, and they've, they've done great. They've worked hard. <clears throat> you know, my experience, <coughs> excuse me, my experience is migrants usually uh, do much more than those of us the born and raised right. here. I'll, I'll let you get a Thank drink you. of water. I guess we're, we're, the confusion has been, at least in my brain and maybe in some of my listeners, is, um, you know, how is what you were talking about with NPR any different than what we've been doing for 100 years through the International Institute? Uh, um, you know, because that, you know, we've been that settlement. Yes. We've had that settlement uh, strategy Absolutely. for the International Institute or the USAI, whatever they call that. Yes. Um you know, for for a hundred years or more, yeah. is this different? No, no, it's not. I think we should continue that. Absolutely, that works well, and people come in well, and they develop well, and their families develop well. And, and there are we have that infrastructure between, the, again, the International Institute or the multicultural. That's right. Right. That's the multicultural right. resource. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So you were not real. You you really weren't talking about hey. No. Bring the buses up. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I know some people interpreted it that way, yeah. but that wasn't my intention at all. Yeah. Well, and if they were if they were to choose to stay in the city and build businesses and build homes again as as legal uh migrants. Yeah. Doc, I think the NPR uses the word documented migrants, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Or documented immigrants. Yes. Um it would help our our numbers. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I think you know the 2020 uh, evaluation of our number of the people. Se- the census, yeah. I think they missed a lot of people. I had one of the, one fellow that worked in that, and he would when they didn't get responses from some houses, he he did door to door, and he estimated this seems high to me, but he estimated there were 10,000 people that wouldn't answer the door. Of course, that was right after COVID Jerry started. COVID, yeah. yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, so. So again, just to be clear, you know, you're not advocating. Um, you're, you're advocating more of what we've done for Absolutely. for decades. Absolutely, okay. yes. The um, you know, you know the let's talk about the water, the money left from the water loan. It has have we been able to stretch that out at all, or yeah, have yeah, you we- kind of liquidated that. no no we still have pardon uh, the pun we that's okay and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still have enough set aside i, I believe it will get us through next year we kind of have to see how this year goes first okay. to be sure of that but we at least have the possibility that'll get us through at least one more year 
without having to do a tax increase, which I okay. really want to stay away from. And, that. and have we been able to bring what our liability on the bond side of things down at all? Oh, yes. Okay. We paid down over half of our bonds. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, you know, what had happened for about 30 years here in Erie is you'd be paying two to three million a year for four or five years, and then it would go up to nine million. No oh mind. But for a long time, mayors just moved that out. They they right. make another four or five years or two or three. Create, create another balloon yes, kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. I'm, I think that's probably one of the best things we've accomplished, and probably something a lot of people don't understand that mm -hmm. aren't used to that thinking of those times a type of numbers. But you know, that will never happen again. That we're going to have this huge. Seven million dollar increase in okay. taxes that have to be paid. What 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 are your priorities going through uh, the winter here? What what are you working on? Well, we're working hard on. We we uh, did lose a lot of employees over the last last year or so, mm -hmm. and we've brought a lot in. But we've got a couple a couple more that we're trying to fill now. And we've had some really good interviews good. recently. We're we're encouraged by that, uh, and we're you know we're kind of checking. Uh, references and things like that now, but we hope to be making offers soon and fill uh, a couple positions that we haven't had filled for, I think, about six months now uh, because of the turnover last year and all and everything going on right. last year. But, you know, we had the fellow that worked with the, uh, uh, ex, yeah, fellow that worked with the, the minorities here yeah. in Erie. Uh, he did a great job. We're going to be replacing him. We had a really <coughs> positive interview to do that. And then we had the... The, the lady who worked with immigrants and refugees here. Yes. And we're going to do that as well. Okay. So that's going to help a lot. Those are those are the two uh, uh, community outreach uh, positions that are that's available. That's correct. That's correct. And, and you have that chief engineer, or that city engineer. That's right. Do they have to be like a civil engineer? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> uh, we actually have somebody that might work part-time that we've been talking to. Okay, yeah. We'll see how that works out. We've got some other good people there, but they don't have the qualifications to, to run gotcha. the department yet, at yeah. least. They're working on it. Finally, I'll let you uh, kind of weigh in on the Chris. Uh, again, the big big announcement in the middle of the summer over at Eastside Renaissance. Um, it looks like we're heading. Are you working with... Senator Laughlin and Representative Harkins and so on to get this thing over the finish line? Absolutely. We're working very closely with all, all the state representatives, especially Senator Laughlin. Yeah. He's, he's doing a great job. I, and uh, originally we were hoping that was going to happen in November of last year. Oh, right, yeah. That was the plan, but, of course, it got put, put, put off. And I, I just talked to the senator about it within the last week or so here, and uh, he says he believes that, by April or May, that they'll be prepared in Harrisburg to pass it, okay, and then, and then we can move forward. And Erie Insurance is really, really behind this, and they're going to make good use of it. Uh, if you know, if it gets approved and we can move forward in the first year, we'll probably uh, earn about ten million dollars. It's really quickly. Yeah, yeah that'll come amazing. back to the city and it have to be used in one hundred and thirty acres where we've right. we've designated. That's amazing. It's, yes, it really is. Uh, two two rapid fire ones here while we go. Um, the East Side East Side Renaissance, the the gym. Yeah, they had you on TV yesterday. Yes. Uh, are you are you a partner with Bishop Rock to get that gym built? And, and what can you bring yeah, to the table? We have uh, actually uh, given him about three quarters of a million dollars yeah. towards that. The problem is it, it's about double the price he originally thought it was going to right, be. Right, yeah. And so we're we're doing it. We met with him earlier this week. 
and uh, Chris Groner was there with me as well. And, okay. and Chris is looking for ways to to help as well. So we we want to help him. We want to see that happen. What he's doing with that new school is really going to transform Erie over the next There's couple no decades. Doubt about it. Yeah. As these because these kids are just getting so much more from mm-hmm. from their classes and to be able to have a gym right there so instead of having to travel to another gym in the city we just make will make life so much easier i hope we can get that done by it would be nice to be able to have it in place by the beginning of next year finally public restrooms i you know we're, we're on the potty patrol around here um <laughs> what, what do you think of that idea from uh councilman councilwoman Schaff? yeah the, the problem is keeping them up uh, well, you're going to have to man them. You, I mean, you, I mean, well, we have we keep on having this conversation that right. you'd have to treat it like a rest area, like on the interstate, yeah. which has 100 percent, 24 seven attendance. Yes. Now yeah. you will, you don't have to keep it open overnight. Yeah. But while it's open, you would need an attendant. Yeah, and that would be expensive. <laughs> and, Hugely. Uh, yeah, and I would, mean, we're thinking it's probably quarter to half a million dollars to build. Yeah, and then. And then you man it. Yes, yes. My my understanding is Parks has somebody manning the Glenwood bathrooms at Glenwood Park. I think that's right. Yes. When they're open, when yes, when they're open, right. there's a person there. Yeah. And then when they leave, the man or woman that leaves, they close them up. Yeah. Yes. You almost have to do it that way, Mayor. Yeah, and it probably is too expensive for us to try to do that. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for Thanks. taking the time. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com.